Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Superior, to the superior Pod, pod experience. 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 It's delightful. <laughs> Today's podcast is sponsored by Incredible Edible Pot. Mm. I've had I've had a few of those Incredible Edibles. They're delicious. What I, fl- what flavor? Uh, I actually had the kiwi strawberry. Um, I thought it was just a gummy bear. Oh. Yeah. I actually, I had no idea. Um, it was very exciting. What happened after you ate it? Was it shaped like a gummy bear? That's in, that's no. actually an interesting point. Was it shaped like a gummy bear? Actually, it wasn't, which was weird. It was actually just shaped like a starburst. Um, um, maybe did you eat a, a starburst? I was actually high before I ate those. So that was my munchie. Um, and I was, I, 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 maybe it was a Starburst. You're right. It was very juicy. A did black. It, it explode in your mouth? It, it very much did. Wait, you said you were high before you ate the Starburst? Yes. I, so I, I, I was high and then I wanted some food to eat to, you know, satisfy those cravings of the munchies. Yes. We've all experienced those munchies, and you could. What's your favorite snack to munch on when you're high? Well, I like to go back and reach into the bag for some more Incredibles, who is our sponsor. If I didn't mention that already, I get I get to fulfill my hunger. I get to be more high, which leads to more fun, more exciting adventures, and energy, and more just enjoyable life experiences. It's a never-ending cycle of highness. I have not not been high since 2004. Big, big topic today uh, is a great segue from our sponsor. Once again, I want to thank uh, I want to thank Razor Scooters for being our sponsor. Today. Razor Scooters, huh? <laughs> Man, can I do some kick flips on Razor Scooters? You cannot because that's a skateboard. A Razor Scooter has a badass. You could do a tail whip. Oh, and uh, that's right. yeah. if you buy our deluxe package right now, you get uh, duct tape. Now, some of you might be asking, why duct tape? I don't know either. It's just razor. It's fun. It's fun for the whole family. You bring your kids to the park. You ride the scooter. Here's an idea that uh, I think some of our viewers would like, our million viewers. You get the Incredibles, then you get the Razor, you get the Incredible Edibles, then you get the Razor, and then you put, you bring a portable DVD player and put on the Incredibles. That's a wonderful idea. And, uh, and, you, can, uh, and you can tape the portable DVD player with your duct tape on the handlebars. That's what that's for. Oh, that's what it is. You tape it to the handlebars GPS navigation system. I flip the duct tape around so I always can stay on. My scooter, like it sticks to me. Oh, you duct tape yourself. Yeah, I duct tape myself to it fully. Oh, oh fully. Every fully. Every, every, every inch part. of me is duct taped to the scooter. That, that's interesting. How do you push? How do you gain speed? Well, I, I typically just sit at the park and hope for a kid to come by so he can push me around. Um, but sometimes that doesn't happen, so I'm just laying there for a while. So you you would like fall sometimes like that and just be sitting there in the park. I, I'm the just park. yeah, I'm just sitting there, mm-hmm. just what, waiting. What, what if it's a park with small children that can't lift a grown man? Well, then I'm hoping for um, parents with like multiple sets of kids um, to come by and help lift, and hopefully the parent will come by and help as well. Sometimes police have been called um, so they can help. I guess that's an interesting point. Why would you? What What are the benefits of taping yourself to a scooter as opposed to just riding normal? I just feel more secure. You f- oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's more. It's more about the safety thing. I've seen people fall off before and scrape their knees, and I don't like blood, so I just want to. I just want to stay on as much as possible. Now, uh, now I've actually seen pictures of you, and you actually. Funny enough, you don't wear a helmet, but you duct tape all around your your face. Yes, I, I use three whole rolls of duct tape to duct tape on my head um just to make sure it's very cushioned and soft uh and you've said before on other podcasts that you 
believe that that's safer than a helmet. So I, yeah, I, 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 I will I will stand by the park um, and give children the duct tape because I feel like it's safer. Every kid that's running riding their bikes with helmets on, I'm like, no, 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 no. Take it off. Take off your helmet. You have to put on duct tape instead. Sure, it hurts to like get the hair ripped out, but after the first 10 times, it's, it's fine. A small price to pay for, for safety. safety. Yeah, that, I mean, you, you bring up a good point because... You know, you're really you're really controversial in the in the helmet safety department, but you're really giving a service to these children that and an education that they're that they're not getting anywhere else. Look, we all want kids to be safe. I just prefer a different method than others, and the helmet the helmeters are wrong, um, and that's I'm just going to stand by that. So, uh, actually, that brings up a good point too because. I do not believe our children should be safe. And that's why uh, on the weekends, I dress up as a scary guy and scare them because I believe they need more adversity. And I go to the parks, much like you do, in in a Freddy Mercury mask. I I just think kids these days are a little too soft. They need a little push. They need... They need some scares. They need they need some excitement, and they're they're too tied to their phones and their duct tape and all this other bullshit. They need more life experience from an early age. So that's the Halloween season is coming up. I would uh, urge everyone to go out to your local store, get a mask, and go to the park and do some damage. Yeah, I. I couldn't agree with you more on this one, honestly, which is a weird thing to say. And, you know, I think every parent out there should go out there and get their Freddie Mercury or any of the other queen masks um, and go out and and scare the hell out of their kids. Really, any rock band will work for this. Any British British invasion rock band, the Beatles, Paul McCartney, John Lennon. Anyone that's had a shitty movie been made, a fictionalization about them, will work. Just go to the store, just go on IMDb, make sure it was a shitty movie. Then find the mask. Go scare your kids. Kids hate British musicians. They just hate it. But, you know, <clears throat> speaking of masks, we really just want to give another uh, shout out to one of our sponsors. Spirit Halloween. Halloween's coming up. Uh, live the have the spirit of the holidays in season and go support your local not your local Halloween store your local spirit Halloween store because it's a chain we we want to support capitalism you want to you want to support the store that you didn't support um, and that's why they went out of business and the spirit Halloween store went in there so now you want to support it so just make sure you do that exactly just go out and get your costumes. Um, make sure you have masks. Because you could get sick. Yes. Wear your costume and mask from last year to block coronavirus to buy your new costume. It's a tradition I've had in my family for decades. And it won't be ending anytime soon. And here's another thing that I, I think is pretty important. I think Halloween is proving to be America's great holiday because what you're seeing with these spirit Halloween stores is they only have to be in business for a month and then they can get out. They they are corona proof. Do you think the CEO do you think the CEO of Halloween did this business model on purpose? I wonder I wonder if they they knew something like this was coming, you know? The scariest of scary. This is this is in their business, you know, who knows. I wonder if something happened like that. Um, they definitely knew this was coming, I feel like. They had to have. You know, they get in, get out, nobody's at risk. They make all the money from Halloween. And guess what? Just, hey, coincidence, mask prices are skyrocketing. Sales, I mean, what, that someone at big, big Halloween had to know this was coming and had to be just sitting there lining their pockets for the green to come because uh, uh, do you think that they might have... Uh, introduce this to try to sell more products hmm i wonder if they had i you know i feel like they might have you know i i, I can't say for sure because i i'm not a part of a big halloween um but I, I feel like there's some sort of conspiracy there where uh, spirit halloween got involved 
like I I actually just looked this up right now. They they have a spirit Halloween in Wuhan. So really, 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 not too many people talking about that. They're talking about the wet markets. No, nobody talks about that. That is interesting, and we can we have a graphic to pull up right there. Look at that. Look at that. You never saw that on the mainstream media, left or right. Nope. And China actually celebrates their Halloween in February. Um, so oh, coincidence? Oh. Yeah, that's true. I read that on Wikipedia, so it's got to be true. It's a good resource. I'm actually seeing a... Yep. Charles, Charles, can you pull up... Okay. Uh, whether we got a BuzzFeed article that's actually saying the same thing. That's interesting. 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 Yeah, I didn't actually... That's fascinating I, I didn't know that they celebrated in february. i mean february yeah they they celebrate in february um that's just what they do it's just a different you know like because they're on the other side of the world so everything backwards or flipped yep just like australia summers or winters here you know you know what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. the same thing with china but mm-hmm. because, but their winters because... are our fall when you no, look at, look at uh, uh, I almost said a venue. When you look at a uh, calendar, you always see Chinese New Year on some weird time, and you go to yourself, "What is this?" But that's why, because things are not backwards, because we don't want to. But it's different. No, it's different. just it's just different. It's just different. That's just how they do it, and that's not not a wrong thing. I'm not I'm not blaming China for any of this. I'm blaming Spirit Halloween. I think they're that. That is, and that is a good segue. We really need to change our focus on not blaming China for this virus or, or anyone for, but we really need to get to the bottom and figure out why, why did spirit do this? And another thing I'll bring up too, not a lot of people know this connection. Spirit Halloween stores is a subsidiary of Spirit Airlines. Is there a connection there? This is all making sense. And now you'll see Spirit Airline flights through the roof. This is all making sense. And and they they don't let you wear masks on those flights. So they're just asking you to spread it. So then you have to buy it at the Spirit Halloween stores. That's They want you to spend money at the Spirit Halloween stores. And uh, once again, we just want to thank Spirit uh Halloween stores because they are our sponsor. We don't want to. We don't want to badmouth them on the air or anything like that. My my kids need a Halloween costume this year, and they are the ones that are going to provide that for free for me. So uh, we love Spirit Halloween. What uh, I meant to ask you: What's little Joey going as this year? Joey, um, he he's in between a bunch of things. Uh, he's he's very in to the Marvel movies, um, so he wants. He just wants to go as that raccoon guy. Oh yeah, that little fella. Yeah, I don't, I don't know um, if we can get that. So I just bought. I'm just hoping. Like, I actually just bought him a squirrel costume, and he thinks it's a raccoon costume. So. And you just give him a few guns, and it works. It yeah, works. yeah. Uh, got a few real guns. Um, he prefers the Nerf, but I said if you want to make the costume realistic, you have to. You have to go real um and that's that's probably a good point and well actually isn't there it's like a star wars type blaster Blaster. yeah it's like a it's a it's a blaster thing so yeah that's i by real gun i meant i actually uh know a friend who knows george lucas's assistant and she went in and stole one of the stormtrooper blasters it is a real function. It's not a movie prop. It's a functioning, futuristic weapon. Wild. It, it's re- it's real. Um, he, George Lucas, was known to make a couple of real ones. Um, so when you see some of the stormtroopers die, they actually do, in the movies. So he murdered people, is what you're saying in the story. He wanted to make he wanted to make the movie as realistic as possible in this fake fantasy world. He wanted to still make the acting as real as possible. Okay. Yeah. It's, that's, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to do when you have a little puppet green guy walking around. Um, 
but he wanted to make sure he wanted to balance that with very real and very not real. That's a good point because how many of us cried when uh, that green guy died in the last movie? Everyone in the audience was crying and just tears and and my theater was almost like a a pool almost there was there was uh, lifeguards there afterwards but yeah kermit the frog was my favorite muppet so i was extremely upset and there's uh, there's actually a documentary that my friend did charles can you pull it up it's actually uh george lucas actually ripped off kermit the frog you if you watch some of those deep cut um is it sesame street yeah sesame street or the muppets if you watch some of those episodes you see kermit actually oh hello my young padawan he says that actually that's where the word padawan comes from um so he's kind of blatantly ripping it off so he ripped off jim henson's the muppets to make star wars to make yoda yoda oh wow so i i mean i think we're learning that he's just a bad just a bad guy he killed people for the sake of his art which on principle i don't disagree with but then he he ripped off one of the most beloved icons of uh, stuffed frogs um i i gotta interrupt because we have failed to mention the big big kahuna huge guest huge guest today this is this is the big get for uh, the Superior Pod. Yeah, and we've had we've we've been pushing to get them for a while now. Um, we've been calling their agents; they've hung up on us multiple times, but we're nothing but persistent. We actually got them to change agents because we annoyed the one so much. I kept calling their mom, and I, I was impressed that you found her phone number. I it took a lot took a lot of searching um it took a lot of nights looking through the phone books which i i didn't know they made anymore um but apparent according to you now great resource it is it's a it's a huge resource um order a phone book people not only can you look up people but you can work out your arms by trying to rip it look at these forearms oh yeah and I want to say that uh, you did not get those forearms without Koala Mind is our other sponsor today. Koala Mind, it, it gives you the energy to, to basically inherit the traits of a koala. And what a lot of people don't know, a koala is the most fierce predator in, the, uh, in, in all of nature. And... Um, uh, you actually know a little more about this uh, with the, the way you integrated the forearm workout. So I should probably. Have you ever have you ever seen a koala climb a tree, hold on to a tree? I, I have. I can do the exact same thing. Really? Look at these forearms. Look at these forearms. I have koala-like forearms now. They grip onto the trees. Interesting. That's what they do, and and they eat eucalyptus. So that's what this this koala protein shake's made out. Interesting. Is eucalyptus. So, so if I'm so, so okay, say I'm, yeah. I'm a, say, a scrawny guy on the fence about buying them. I'm nervous. This is going to turn me into a koala. Yeah. What do you have to say to that? You're nervous, and you're going to turn into a koala. I'm nervous. I'm. To, I'm a you're nervous. Client. Yeah, and you're nervous to turn into a koala. Exactly. No, you, I I don't understand why you would be. They're the most attractive animal out there so ladies or men are gonna love it interesting yeah and then and then you're just like any predator that comes your way they can't climb up a tree faster than you can so just make sure you're by a tree you're gonna climb up (laughs) so fast It, 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 it even if you're in the city like you don't even have it doesn't even need to be a tree you can climb a building you can be on you can be spider-man but it's koala man interesting that's how that's how it works. Um, you actually grow a little bit longer fingernails too, um, so you can kind of like latch on a little bit faster. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird uh, feeling, um, but 
it's enhanced everything. Like my nose has gotten uh, slightly bigger. Um, just because they have those big noses as well. So like that's just like, but like I am extremely tired. Um, 22 out of the 24 hours a day. And, and is that just because you're exerting so much energy doing things you never thought you could do? It's because koalas are naturally very sleepy. Um, so uh. yeah, when, when that, whatever they do in that, in that, and that shake, I don't know what they put. I think they, they must have ex- extract some type of serum out of the koala. It makes you, it, it turns your entire personality into the koala. So, but the good news is, is you exert so much energy climbing up in the tree, then you just hold it and you can just sleep in the tree. So you don't even go I don't to own a bed. bed. No, no, I don't no. own a, I don't own a bed anymore. I sold it because it, it's, it's a waste. So how much does this product cost, though? It's it's about a, um, if you want just the starter pack. Are you talking about like a week's worth, or are you talking? Do you want to go? Well, here's the do thing: you you need, in? would you need more than a starter's pack? Do you need to take it a lot for the qualities to kick in, or do you just need a couple? No, you you need to do it on a, on a daily thing. I take there's the starter pack includes. Um, however many days a week are, so there's four shots in a day that you have to take. Okay. Um, like shots or like drink shots, drink, drink shots. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Drink shots. You can take it with vodka if you want, but you shouldn't. I meant like, I meant like, like, Oh Jesus. Oh, Oh, like injection shots. Injection. Oh, I was thinking alcohol. (laughs) No, (laughs) an injection shot. No, 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 no. This is, no, no, no. This isn't steroids. I'm not. I'm not a rod, okay? Like I don't believe in that. Um, no, it's just it's just like drink shots. Gotcha. If only a rod could have adopted the koala mindset. So, anyways, we got a big, huge guest. Uh, and uh, Charles, do we have a do we have an update on that? It's uh, a pulling into the pulling into the parking lot to the to the CVS. Uh, they are actually getting some things in preparation. Um, I I heard that their mom, who I was talking to, had a bit of an operation. Um, so I, I'm sure it's just a few gauze and some medications that they need. Wait, so you went from harassing the mother to now you're chatting with the mother? Yeah, at first she was very annoyed. Um that I kept calling their house because she still has a landline. Um, and then I was also I also found her cell phone number because that's also in the phone book. Wow. I don't know if you knew that you could put cell phones in the phone book, but apparently I you I can because I, I called it. Um, and after a while, I, I started just texting her and we got chatting and we're, we're pretty good friends now. So that's kind of like a fairy tale story or something unbelievable it's it was just a really cool coincidence how much in common we actually had together it just it just became apparent that we could be really good friends um so that's how we finally got in touch with our our super special guest for the superior pod we've been waiting we've been pushing been pushing for for i i think i mean I've been pushing for this for probably two years. I started a a, a Facebook campaign, and then uh, my Facebook uh, unfortunately got compromised by China. And then I started another campaign, uh, but then I forgot to keep up the campaign. But it was very important to me, and I want to just just I just want to tell our audience that anything is possible. You know, if you believe that you can get your this big of a guest and if you just keep putting the work in and keep taking the supplements and you know reading books and just get growing as an individual you can accomplish whatever you want mm-hmm. I, I completely agree i think you can keep pushing it but now i have to ask you a question what books would you suggest people read to grow into a bigger and better person this is book that changed my life and this is kind of more about it's not a self-help growth book it's more about uh 
reading between the lines and kind of growing up and figuring things out. But to, uh, another one of today's sponsors is this book changed my life. I'm getting emotional. But this, if you read this and you do what it says, there's a list of 10 rules to live by. You will not have a bad life. No. No. You, you will live like Jay Gatsby. Exactly. And uh, don't read the ending. But you will live like Jay Gatsby. It's good. It's a fun read. It's uh, you, you get the kids involved, and you just read it to them at night or whenever. Uh, it's a great um, bedtime story. It really is. It's, it's 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 an American as as American a tale as they get. Yeah. It, it, what's good about it is it's also very long. Um, so that's a bedtime story until they grow up, pretty much until you don't have to read them anymore. <laughs> hey, if you're looking at saving some cash. By the Great Gatsby, and then by the time they're like 25 and finally ready to crawl on out of your house, you'll have finished the book and at the same time taught them a great life lesson. Yeah, people could start asking Doctor Who? Exactly. No Dr. Seuss anymore. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald is the way to go with, um, with kids' story time. I think he, he is becoming a modern-day Dr. S- uh, Seuss. F. Scott, because just what he's done for the industry and really pushing the needle forward with progressive, uh, but pushing that line with kids' stories and and just. I agree. uh, He he's done with one book what Dr. Seuss wishes he would have done with hundreds. I think it's uh, it's also you know he you know Dr. Seuss, I think uh. He was kind of, you know, he's too obvious. You got a real art. There's some subjectivity, like his book, the the places you will go or whatever that crap is. Yeah, like I know the places I'll go. I don't need somebody else to tell me what I have to do in a day. Yeah, why don't you quit bossing me around, Doctor Seuss? I, I'm I'm sick and tired of it. And I'm if you don't watch your attitude, I'm. I'm going to get you to look up the address in the phone book and we're going to have a big conversation. So uh, I I do want to bring up, uh, because this is something very near and dear to my heart. They actually saved my life, saved my life. I was in a very dark place before we even started the pod, started this uh, path to great success. Before I was who I was today, I was struggling with alcohol. I was struggling with depression and drugs um, all at once, like a giant just dumpster fire of disaster my 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 third wife was thinking about leaving as she didn't leave until after because she was into me for the drugs but that's another discussion i want to bring up the sponsor that saved my life and today's other sponsors crocs and when i was in uh just this dark abyss crocs came in and they said you know what we don't care about anything you've done in your past any misfortunes we love you and we appreciate you as a human being who you are today and i said crocs thank you and that and that's how i got clean yeah that's unbelievable that's just such a great story i remember i remember you were you were in a bad spot but as soon as soon as you put those yellow crocs on you were you were a whole new man you were walking down the street with confidence like you didn't need any drugs you would walk by those 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 alcohol stores the liquor stores alcohol stores the liquor stores like they didn't even exist anymore i didn't even look at them yeah, you didn't even look at them. You just you just kept walking about your day. And now I'm happy to report I have grown so much as an individual. I can actually walk into a liquor store, buy booze, and not drink it. Yeah, you just throw it away. You walk right outside to the garbage can and throw it away. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times, and it's really impressive. Yeah, because I'm trying to start 
another campaign to get alcohol out of America. I think it's uh, one of the great tragedies of American culture. But I do want to go back to the Crocs because what you were saying is so important. When I put the Crocs on, they were yellow. They were SpongeBob Crocs, in fact. They just they connected me to the earth in a way that I had never felt before. Because the, the dirt actually gets inside them with the hole. Exactly, because those little holes, they breathe in a way you feel like your croc is like a little son, a little child that is breathing life into your foot. And it, it was just truly incredible. Yeah, it, it brings you back to like you, like the caveman instincts. Like you just, you just feel more connected to everything. Uh, as soon as you started I wearing Crocs, I, I put them on right away. I was like, I have to, I have to get involved with the Croc life. I have to, I have to be one with, with earth and one with nature. And it's, it's helped, it's helped my life out immensely. It's helped my jujitsu. Um, and I was just going to say, I, it, it really, it really, it saved your marriage and it helped your jujitsu. I, I think uh, jujitsu is my number one priority, and then it did help my family as well. Um, but I was I was able to literally just dominate dominate my my ring. Um, I any any kid that came in there, um, blue belts, yellow belts, I no match, no match for my green. And this is all because of Crocs. Uh, only because I give a hundred percent of the credit to Crocs. Crocs did this to my life. It's the Croc way. It's it's the Croc way. Yeah, I I will not leave the house unless I am wearing my Crocs, and I will not let my family leave the house unless they are wearing Crocs as well. It just won't happen. So wait, I want to bring up an interesting point that you bring up about. You said, I, I just want to get into this a little more. How, what, what did the Crocs do to give you the ability to dominate in, in the ring? I think it was all had to do with confidence. I just felt more connected. Really? Yeah, I just felt more connected to... To the mat. To the mat, to everything. Yeah, you could just feel the mat. And your, your wrestle partner, Matt. Yeah, exactly. I could feel both of them as I was stepping on his throat. I could feel his throat, like, more in my feet because because the crocs are rubber so they bend and you could kind of like bend your foot against his neck a little bit yeah a little bit. yeah i could choke him out with my toes that's exactly with the croc that's fascinating croc on yeah uh-huh that is i mean i actually i actually get a couple size smaller for jujitsu really? yeah so then my toes can pop out of the holes and i can really grab grab hold of people with my toes no way that's how it, that's how I do it. Uh, that's the secret. That's the secret to. Um, I, I'm gonna run back to the mall. They have a little croc kiosk, and I'm gonna grab another pair, two sizes smaller. You should at, at least two sizes smaller. I mean, sometimes like it just depends on what you want. Like I wear my wife's. That's what that's what I do. I wear my wife's oh. crocs to the. Mm -hmm. And so I, I also want to bring up something that you brought up. You said. Uh, that actually jujitsu is the number one thing in your life, and then your family second, or the podcast second. Uh that's a good one. I feel like I have to put. They're like a tied number two. Podcast is a little higher, but like they're still. I love all of them, you know. Just one more than the other one. Um, yeah, and and so I I actually wanted to. You're gonna like this. I want to bring up uh, our next sponsor, which is actually you. It is RJ's Dojo. You are opening your own privately run facility to teach jujitsu. Hey, I am. I'm. I'm going to open one up. I opened one. Um, I actually opened it in my basement. Um, I kicked my kid up to to our room um so i've lost my bedroom well you don't have a bed anymore that's exactly right uh they're all sleeping 
on the ground while I'm sleeping in the trees. Yeah, so I've opened it downstairs and I have people come in from, it's open from uh, seven o'clock in the morning um, to the next seven o'clock in the morning. So 24 hours, 24 hours. Yeah. Wow. And and what kind of clientele are you seeing? Are you seeing people from all over the world? Anybody. I see, I see everybody. I see um, the, the guy who I see in my alleyway all the time, he comes in and I've trained him. Um, I've had people come, come from all over the country uh, asking, asking me if I needed, if they could, if I could show them the way. Um, and, and I have it. And most of the time they actually mean the way to the, um, the highway um, because my house is right off the highway. Um, it's kind of lost when you get to the gas station, um, they pull off, but I show them the way to jujitsu. I, I want to ask you, this is an important question and don't give too much away because you still want the customers to come in and have a great experience, but what can you give us a little, a little sneak pre- preview of what makes your way worth all of this money and packages start at 7.99 usd yeah exactly um i don't want to give too much away because it's it's really all about the experience when you go into my basement or my gym or the holy land whatever you would like to call it um but typically when we start off um I, I tell them to do three things. First, put on some Crocs. No tennis shoes allowed. You just can't put on tennis shoes. So. What about barefoot? Uh, barefoot? Uh, no. Uh, just Crocs. Just Crocs because I don't I don't want to have to clean up. It's open twenty four seven, so I don't have time to clean. Uh, they have to wear their Crocs because sweaty feet are gross. Mm-hmm. Rule number two: always have a smile on your face. Even when you're getting the shit kicked out of you, you should be smiling because jujitsu is fun. And then the third and final thing I ask everybody to do is we all gather around in a circle before uh, we we fight each other. Um, any, any training exercise, actually. And we gather around, we, we lock arms, and, and, we, and we breathe together. Breathe. To breathe. We, we fill the space. Uh, we want to become one. And then I, I let people, um, I, I want people to make sounds as they're breathing um, to make sure that they feel comfortable in the room. Could you possibly give us an example? To exfoliate all the, the, the negativity out. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, and that's what opens your mind into... Um, so many things. We let people scream. Uh, we let people cry. Uh, it's just it's just a minute's exercise to get every everything that you brought into the gym out. So so that's what you're doing. Okay. So if I let's say I'm having a bad day, my wife yelled at me. I come down to the gym. I can get those negative thoughts out. Exactly. Exactly. So so you just. You just breathe in. You bitch, Karen! Get out of here! Fuck you! And then you breathe out. That's music to my ears. That's how you have to do it. And and then once you do it, you just immediately I felt a release. I don't even I don't even know your wife. Well, you summed her up pretty good there. Our guest is arriving right as we speak. They are coming. Oh, so close to glory, but I do want to, I want to touch on one last thing on your jujitsu because it's very near and dear to your heart. I, I just wanted to talk about it cause you, you're controversial in the jujitsu world because what you're doing is you started this new form where you want to appeal to kids and in, in the Fortnite kids. So what you're doing is you're, you're gathering like six kids into your dojo and you're doing a kind of what Fortnite does this battle royale the last one stands 
and and you're kind of teaching them to just king of the hill duke it out very controversial but it's become very popular and i just wanted you to speak on that yeah it's become a very popular thing um it i i also just like Fortnite as well we i i set up a bunch of construction supplies so they can build their own protection um during yeah so it's i'm not only teaching them um how to how to protect themselves um and master the ways of jujitsu but i'm also uh, teaching them a trade, which I don't think a lot of people are going. You know, a lot of people want to go to colleges and stuff, but trade trade's just as good. So, I think incorporating both of those is is very different than what people think you can do. Um, but I I said you can do both. That, and and I think some listeners out there should really reevaluate college for your kids and just think about sending them to RJ. House. Yeah, I agree. Oh. I think I think I anybody should just come to my house. Anyone who wants to come to RJ's house, you can he'll teach you things. I'll 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 teach you about fighting, I'll teach you about carpentry. Um I'll teach you everything you need to know. Charles. Charles has gone gone out to the parking lot. I I assume to greet the guest. I hope so. We bought them a a gift basket filled with um lotions and we had a whole segment planned where we were going to get them to put the lotions on on air it was going to be they were going to rank them yeah but we're going to i mean well we'll see what charles says but um big guess big guess is still coming up stay tune stay on the line they'll be here in a minute just i'm really hoping they come um i'm hoping charles is getting them right now so because i that are the lotions were are not a sponsor actually so i had to pay out of pocket for that and that was not cheap that they were that was i saw your bank account because i you know how stingy i am i refuse to chip in that was very expensive for you is very expensive and with my new my new gym opening um and not a lot of clientele at the moment well you got to start somewhere it's it's been tough but i mean times are tough for everyone i mean this was probably the worst time to open up a gym it, it very much so um but you live and you learn you know i i committed to it and i said i'm going to stick with it until until I die. Um, so that's, yeah. that's, that's how, that's how you are with jujitsu anyways. You fight until you're dead. So always with a smile though. You always have to smile. I just got a text. Yeah. That's, that, that's weird that Charles didn't text me. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I wouldn't look, read too much into it. Um, Charles said, let me read this. Taylor, we could give a little sneak preview to who it is. Taylor uh, did not pull into the parking lot. He could have walked back in to tell me that he didn't need to text me that. Really? So, so who pulled into the parking lot? No one did. He just he left. I don't know what he's doing out there. Smoke break or something. So nobody pulled in the parking lot. So Charles was just lying. Yeah, he 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 basically left the show to tell us that someone's not coming. He can ask to. I I want him to feel comfortable. He can ask if he wants to like have a smoke break, like just because. I don't want him to be comfortable. I think he needs to be on edge, constantly stressed, making sure he's doing a good job. We're trying to deliver a good product here. Oh got another text oh yeah so charles all right well i i'm looking at my phone too and charles is still not texting me so i'm just that uh, that is very disappointing but i think what is in the cards of my text messages box is more depressing because we have just gotten word that the big guest is not coming 
Taylor's not coming. Taylor Swift is not coming. And I'm starting to think that that Craigslist posting uh, that you responded to might have been a scam. Um, I I thought I was talking to Taylor's mom. You still could be. And actually, from the sound of it, you should keep in contact with whoever that old lady is. It's probably just some crazy old lady. Yeah, I feel like I, I've been catfished. Um, man, this has just been an all-around disappointing day. I, I was really looking forward to asking a bunch of questions. I, I, had a, I had a laundry list of questions for her because I, I'm just so enchanted by everything that she does. I love everything about her. You know, you, you can call me a Swifty, I, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, um, that's that's disappointing. But, you know, she probably just has albums to write, I guess. Um, yeah, success to millions to make. Yeah, I guess I guess she she thinks she's bigger than this podcast, which which I don't understand. I mean, I which mean, is false. A hundred million downloads of a month. Where how many people listen to her? You know, yeah. Come on, what do you make like a penny every time someone plays it on Spotify? We make millions. I don't know. <laughs> I have all these questions, and now they're just going to be left unanswered. You know what? I got an interesting idea. I feel like from the exchange with the Craigslist posting. Which I still believe to be her. I think we. I think we get a. We're such fans. We got a good sense of who she is. Let's just ask each other questions and kind of answer how she would answer. Yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, she can't be here, but everybody expected her to be here today, so I feel like we owe it to our fans. Uh, we owe it to our fan base, and I think that basically counts as her sort of signing her likeness off to this program. So. Yeah, she she gave us the rights to her name and everything, so... So we're going to use it. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Ah, uh, you can go ahead and start. Um, so my first question is... Um, Taylor, Miss Swift, Taylor. Um, what? When are you going to become a country music singer again? Well, this is a good question, because... Not a lot of people know this, but I actually never uh, considered myself a country music artist. I, uh, I'm from Pennsylvania. I am not from the South. I moved there to start my music career. And I basically just had these, you know, uh, these, these predatory agents and managers kind of forcing me to... Uh, sing and they they would do the auto tune and all this crap and then I would just they would play country ish in the background so once I finally had my moment to be myself I said fuck that country bullshit that's a real quote and I I just I you, you were go. 15 at the time when you said that quote too right I, yeah I, and and I still stand by it and I think uh I think country music should be destroyed. I think Johnny Cash's house should be uh, raided by the FBI. And I think that uh, I, I'm just, I, I wish someone would go back and take the audio track of me singing and really jazz it up with the radio friendly sound that I'm known for today. Yeah, I, I love that sound. Here's what I want to know. Mm -hmm. you're, 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 you're very famous for a lot of reasons, uh, but... One of your big things was kind of your battle with Spotify and sort of the uh, the whole business side of uh, music, and I just I just wanted to get your uh, take on why why are you constantly battling with these music juggernauts? Um, well, you see, Mark, I write my music, I play my own guitar, I sing. They don't do any of that. 
um, and they they're not they're not paying me enough to do that. They want to take they want to take majority of the payment, and they don't have the talent. I was told as a little girl by my grandfather that, wow. well, Taylor, you 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 got something, and I believed it. So I my grandfather didn't tell them that they had something, you know, and I don't I don't I don't think Spotify should be. Um, taking those types of checks away from artists. You know, it's just, it's disrespectful. It's rude. We put a lot of time and a lot of effort into our music and we put our soul into it. And for them to tell us that it's only worth this much, um, that's, that's crazy. Um, if they, if they told me I was worth billions, that, then it'd be something different because I am. Um, and I believe that as well. You are worth, I, I'm worth, You're actually priceless to America. Yeah, I, I want you to know that. Yeah, I, I appreciate that because I feel like that's just extremely true. I wanted to touch on that you brought this up because we uh, are here at Superior Pod Experience, we just signed a massive deal with Spotify, and there were a lot of funny wordings in the contract that I didn't know so I just said screw it sign the dotted line that I'm kind of worried about now dealing with these uh, so how did you kind of get out of dealing with these corporate giants even though you are uh, affiliated with iTunes that we signed our, our live away well you probably did um, is is the bottom line as you probably did um but i lucky for me i have many agents and um uh my mom standing right next to me looking over my shoulder reading the contracts thoroughly because i i don't like to read um i like to write but i don't actually i i like to write i funny thing is i i write all my music but i don't read any of my music so once i put it down on a piece of paper I don't know. Somebody has to read it to me. So you, that, that see, this is this is why people are gonna love this. See, this is this is this is RJ again. I'm just talking, not from Taylor. I wish, uh, I wish she could come on here because these are the types of things that we want to hear but from people. Get into that thing because I think, like, now we know something crazy that Taylor Swift doesn't know how to read music. She she knows how to write music, but. She has to have a band member read back the music to her. It's insane. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So this is this is Taylor again. Uh, so I just yeah, that's what I do. I I I spend majority of my time because I feel like reading just takes up more of my time. Mm-hmm. So as somebody's reading me the lyrics I had just written, I'm You're writing. writing I'm writing another song. song. Yeah. That's wow, how folklore, wow. the whole album was made. So you were just constantly and then you would write it down someone's reading it back to you out of one part of your brain is processing and playing the other part is going i got an idea for another one i for my latest album folklore i had 452 songs that i had written really written and and we can only get through 15 of them because then i fell asleep after they were reading them to me so wow that's that's how it works that's how so, that's how most of my albums. That's why that's you know that's another good point because I was I was wondering this the other day to my uh, to my son who is a, a huge massive fan of yours. Uh, I was like, I wonder how she gets because your albums come out so frequently and then that's how you're you're writing at such a rapid pace. I write them so yeah that's I, I'm writing them so fast um, that I'm just pumping out a bunch of albums. That's- Actually, sorry sorry Taylor R J. I want to get your opinion on this whole thing. Honestly, my mind is blown. It's crazy, right? I can't right. believe I can't believe that this is this is real. You and know, can, dude, can you? It's, she's enchanting. She's she's unbelievable. I'm, I'm stunned by. It. So happy I was able to get in contact with her mom. Um, what we think is her mom, because that was. This is just we're learning so much more about, like someone who's gonna go down in history is one of the greatest pop stars, pop singers in the world, you know? Yeah. It's like when you read that, like, uh, 
Jimi Hendrix did know how to read music or something. It's that is going to be on her headstone or something like that. Yeah, if she doesn't read, she only writes. That's incredible. It's just that an incredible just... piece of. We've learned so much. Yeah. Um, do you have any more questions for Taylor? Uh, yeah, I, I actually I have one more question um, for her. Um, so. Taylor, I, I, when yes. we're singing the song, I got a long list of ex-lovers. Mm-hmm. Some people say um, Starbucks lovers, and others say star-crossed lovers. So I just want to get your take um, for everyone. What is the correct lyrics? And I know, I know you probably wrote it down fast, and you might not know exactly. You can't go back and look, but... I just want to know, in your opinion, is it ex-lovers, star-crossed lovers, or Starbucks lovers? And uh, thank you for letting me finally clear the air on this because, you know, you do some of those kind of hot hit beat, you know, uh, BuzzFeed, and you don't have time to sort of get into the minutia of a thing. So about three years ago, I got really deep into Egyptian history and I, I I just got on the first flight to Egypt I said nope taking a week off of writing first flight to Egypt and I went to Egypt I had actually seen a, 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 a natural ge- geographic thing on King Tut who I had never heard about before because I was too busy being famous. I didn't go to school and learn about it like the other children. So first flight to Egypt. So I get to Egypt and we land in the terminal and I take one step. I was blown away by the culture in Egypt. And so as, as I'm looking out the window and I'm just, I'm just blown away by everything, the pyramids, the, the sand is just and the civil unrest of their government. And so I'm just walking down and, and I saw something that blew me away. It literally moved me to tears. A Starbucks. A Starbucks was in Egypt. And I just thought to myself, how great of a world do we live in where I can go to Egypt learn about the pyramids, learn about the wind, learn about Gaddafi. And there's a Starbucks in the airport of Egypt Airlines. And they had my CD because they still use CDs over there next to the kind of anti-coffee negate breath mints. And uh, so that inspired me to write the line... uh, long list of ex-lovers because then I thought about all the people and I always take them to Starbucks to break up with them. Um, so so what you're saying is it is a long list of ex-lovers, but it was inspired that's, by Starbucks. That's the actual line, but whenever I sing it, I'm so emotionally going back to that place when I was in Egypt that I, go, oh, star, I give a little Starbucks jazz to it. Uh, uh, this is Mark here, Taylor. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say, uh, so many, no other famous women I don't think are as as brave as you to take that trek to an unknown land for your music. This is uh, Taylor again. Yeah, I just think that it was something that not a lot of uh, women artists were doing. You know, a lot of people were just sitting in Hollywood and just preaching, but I wanted to just go experience for myself the pyramids, the King Tuts, the Queen Medusas, all of it. It just really amazes me because it's like people like Bruno Mars, Mariah Carey, you know, Nick Cannon, they don't they don't go out of their way to find inspiration for their music. You you seek it out, which I just find truly inspiring here's a little bit of gossip for you too bruno mars on his recent album he he actually has a song about uh a place in china here's the gossip though he 
went to a museum in Los Angeles to get the information. He did not go to China. So think of how the scales are tipping of the effort. You wonder how someone like me, Taylor Swift, would get to this top of the pyramid at that kind of full circle reference. Uh, I'm willing to put in the work that other people are. I'm constantly writing, constantly traveling. I'm constantly dating because my long list of exes. Uh, there's just no stopping me. You're an inspiration to us all. Uh, this is Mark here. You you really you really changed my son's life, and in turn, through that, uh, changed my life. This is this is this is why we push to get such great guests on our show because you you wouldn't hear anything else from someone else. You know this wouldn't this wouldn't come from any other podcast, but Superior Pod experience you know so. i i really have a have a gut feeling that and i'm not just saying this to be pretentious but i think we're going to be getting a lot of emails and subscriber notes about how they were reaching for tissues and inspired we 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 here at superior pot experience would like to thank taylor swift for being here today we know she had a lot to do a lot to a lot of writing to get done but to spend 15 minutes of her time what she could be making the next best album in the world she Baby decided G. she decided to spend it making the best podcast in the world so we really that is that it. beautiful and maybe hey maybe we end up in a song or two yeah who knows you know like we could be the uh first two guys that she writes a song about that's positive you know yeah we could be the first two positive uh white males that she ever writes a song about which would be we would be in the history books. We would be in the history books because I, you know, like every other one has broken her heart, and I feel like we, we haven't. And we got the insight on that information on today's show. No other program did that. Did that? Did that? I uh, before we go, I just want to say thank you to Taylor, thank you to RJ's uh, dojo, and uh, I just want to give one final uh, shout out to one of our last unless you have another one our our second to last sponsor i just want to thank uh, obamacare is our sponsor i just want to thank obamacare for everything you do and all the families that you've saved and i'm on it and i'm on the luxury obamacare package and i think everyone should sign up tomorrow obamacare that's that's saved my life on many occasions because at RJ's Dojo, we don't have insurance, so Obamacare has really protected me and my family. So I just want to say thank you for that. Um, and then our last our last sponsorship for the day um, is is one that's really close to my my heart because it's really close to my home. This is where I pick up a lot of a lot of snacks, a lot of late night treats. Um, it's our local gas station, the Come and Go. Um, we would just like to thank them for treating us so so nicely and giving us snacks whenever we need them. So thank you so much. And I actually want to thank uh, Come and Go as well because uh, I I go in there. I, I the staff is so friendly. They always welcome me with a warm smile. And I gotta say, uh, coffee is better than Starbucks. I think so. Um, I think I think so. Maybe Taylor Swift might not. She might disagree. <laughs> well, if you are listening on the go, stop in at a come and go. That you will see our faces. Um, they we have stickers that they've posted everywhere. Um, they've to, done a fun promotion where they put our us up as employee of the month as a goof, but also as a promotion if you can point at our poster you get a 50 percent discount on those little hot dogs that roll around they're pretty good uh no matter what time of day you get them and no matter how long they've been in there because that's the thing the the thing keeps them at uh the temperature that would be off the grill anyways yeah it's fine it, they're totally delicious they're, all the time they're, they're great you get a mountain dew from the fridge code red you sprinkle some mustard on it but we just like to thank you all for listening to the Superior Pod Experience today. Um, make sure you uh, listen in 
next week when we have another huge guest. Um, I, I have to be honest, I wasn't able to contact their mom. Um, but I did find their grandmother's gravestone. So I've, I've been camping out there every day waiting to see if they come to pay their respects. So. All right, well, hopefully in a week's time, they'll uh, go pay the respects and also meet you. Yeah, they should, um, because I've been I've been out there every day for a month, and it's rude not to leave flowers every month. So, yeah, I'll be there. You'll be there. All right, folks, that's it. Where?